up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening. Good to see you too, brother. Next, we've got Peter. Pete, glad to have you with us. Hey, everybody. I know lately I've been bringing characters from the movies uh, for my opening, but I, I don't have one except I have a glass of water. So kind of. Yeah, I have a glass of old fashioned. So, you know, <laughs> I didn't see that. In the I movie. have a glass of wine, which I'm sure is an is an element of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> and at last, but shaking his head, least, <laughs> not Steve. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. That way you'll never miss any of the episodes we've got coming up. And we've got a couple of really, really fun ones coming up. A couple I've been looking forward to literally for years. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. The, to do, yeah. honestly, to do next week's episode, I have been waiting since we started this to do. So, but Ooh. that's that's later. No pressure. This week, we mm-hmm. are looking at Elemental the new Pixar movie, but first we're going to look at Doug Day's Carl's date. Long story short, Carl gets called up for to go out to dinner with someone. It doesn't realize it's a date till he hangs up. And it's all about him both putting pressure on himself as far as what to do on a date and dealing with the fact of going out to dinner with someone that is not Ellie, his wife of so many years. Um, as all of us on this show have dealt with parental units or grandparents dealing with the loss of a partner and how they then traverse life after they're gone. Um, this was, this was a hard watch because it really hit me hard on this cartoon. It was very well done. It was there were parts of it that were funny. I mean, Doug telling you, you know, you know, go up to her and smell her bottom. I mean, <laughs> but had had the right touch of humor and the right touch of poignancy and seriousness of he finally realizes that, okay, I can go out to dinner with someone without it being romantic. So it's it's one of those where because he was with her for so many years that he may or may not ever end up with someone again. So right. to me, this worked. Kate? Yeah, um, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth. It 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 was good. It, it did have a good blend of humor um, to kind of that serious tone. Um, I probably won't watch it again um, because that is a topic that that is kind of hard and and 
in a world where there's a lot of hard stuff right now, I just kind of want to laugh a lot and watch funny things. So I probably won't watch it again. Um, but I'm glad I watched it. And I I thought it was cute, um, touching and makes you think, but but cute. So yeah. What about you, Pete? Yeah, it was the right mix of of humor and emotion. I thought it worked really well. Um, you know, it relies on us knowing the character, of course, from from the movie. From, uh, yeah. So like if if you if you watched it just just watch this, I'm not sure it would hit as hard. Um, but that's no reason not to watch it. Uh, but if you're a fan of up, uh, it's definitely it's definitely worth watching. I don't think it was as funny as like the Doug Days shorts. No. Uh-uh, which, were, which were very, very funny, but this had some very funny moments in it. What do you think, Steve? Um, I might agree with everyone, what everyone else said. It was cute. Um, probably won't watch it again. Very touching. Um, I love the opening scene up, even though it makes me cry all the time. But I felt like this was sort of a good continuation of the story in a touching way. Yeah. yeah. So. And yeah. As, as we said, this did come out before this was the first cartoon before Elemental. Mm-hmm. And as this did not have a lot of humor, let's turn on to Elemental then. Um, Elemental follows the fire element and earth and wind, and they all go in the stone and they play Africano, and it's great. And I love the trumpets. Oh, wrong, wrong earth, wind, and fire. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's going, huh? oh we will educate you on that later kate um but it follows essentially it follows this family from fire land vale city whatever they are move into a section of the city that they're in and it felt very the beginning was very ellis island and sections of new york that were divided ethnically and by country um, mm-hmm. is is really how this set up. Reminded me a lot of West Side Story, to be perfectly honest. Um, the whole thing reminded me of West Side Story, which for the record, I, will, I won't I will pull Gina in, but she can nod that I nailed that this was going to be Romeo and Juliet with with uh, with elements. And there was a big part of that. Yes. So um, oh, that's, and, that's, that's the thing you wouldn't tell us that you thought it was? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, she struggles with thinking her dad wants her to take over the store, and she decides she doesn't want to and doesn't want to disappoint him. Yada yada yada. Ends up, ends up. All he ever wanted her to do was be happy, and she and the water dude that cries a lot. That's the city inspector. That did we ever really learn his? No, it's Wade. Griff? Wade, right? Mm-hmm. Wade, yeah, Wade Water, yeah. Okay, so Wade and Ember, but. Um, it's we 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 were halfway through the movie when my wife went, "Oh, Bernie!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> halfway so, through the, the second time. <laughs> so, ends up the dad just wanted her to be happy, and she and the Ember and Wade end up together, and they're going off to see the world. She's going off to be an artist or something along. Sure. Ends up happily ever after, essentially. So, Pete, going to start with you on this one. What burned brightest for this movie? Um, so, uh, there were a couple things I really enjoyed. I think the 
animation was and and it's kind of pixar so you'd expect this but i love the way they animated the fire uh, especially the fire characters it was uh, amazing the way they like constantly were flickering and everything like that and then even like the use of light with the water characters just just very very impressive animation again what we expect from pixar but still um very very it felt very unique um because the, the characters were still very cartoony, whereas the world was like like the scenes with actual water, not water beings. The water looked very realistic. Um, so I, I thought it was uh, animated really well. I liked uh, I for the most part liked the concept and the ideas behind using that concept as a uh, a, a parable parable. Terrible, am I saying that right? About the um, immigrant experience, and um, you know, I my my wife especially, um, who is she's Ukrainian, and her mom came over, and like her grandmother didn't speak much English or anything like that. Um, and I am also actually first generation American as well, though my uh, experience was not as not similar to this. But I think for uh, for like someone watching it as an immigrant, it really does strike a chord as well. So those those things in particular, I did really like. Um, there were some things I didn't like, but we'll get to those. So Steve, you got some something else that you uh, thought um, worked? I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree. The animation. There are some times in the animation that it was just amazing, um, especially when I watched watched it the second time. Um, really liked the animation. Um, the part of the story that I felt that did better was sort of that relationship between the parent and the child of who what each wants and not fully understanding what they both truly think. I think that's where that's what touched me because I look back with especially my mom where she had these aspirations of what she wanted me to do. And I was here and us coming to this sort of this understanding that we could uh, appreciate each other. So that's what touched me. I really like that. Um, there was other issues with the story. Um, I liked, I think there were some great humor spots that landed really well. Um, those, uh, so those would stand out. So again, yeah, the touching story between the parents and the child, I felt that's what they did well. Derek. Kate. it was pretty kate wow um so so i appreciated parts of this movie um i much like what pete said i appreciated i'll readjust here um how the the attention to detail of like when any fire touched water, not only did they pull back, but there was a little bit of steam and um, just the attention to, to that kind of detail. Um, I very much appreciated. Um, I thought the voice acting was great. Uh, yeah. the, um, <laughs> um, I appreciate what they were trying to do. 
I feel like they were, and Derek, I might need you to help me with some of the verbiage here. Cause we talked about this a little bit before the show. Um, I feel like they were trying to make this be kind of what you were saying, um, an immigrant story or um, a racial differences story of, of, you know, well, we don't like you because you're this, your water, all water is the same. All fire is the same. Um, so I really appreciated that Disney tried to Pixar, I'm sorry, tried to take the step to make a movie that kids will watch and could relate to that. No, not all fire is the same. Not all water is the same. And, you know, we are, we are all connected. We all have similarities, even though we may look different or be different or act different. Um, I really appreciated the attempt at bringing um, a movie, bringing that type of a theme to a movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will elaborate on that in our next question. Yeah. And I think this may actually will probably not be the longer of the two based on what the feeling I'm getting. So as much as I would love to go first on this one, Steve, I'm going to give you first shot at this. What was there to cry about? Um, (laughs) I felt like overall in the world, one of the things that bothered me was the inconsistency. Like there's points like Amber at one point walks through a chain lick fence because she's fire. But then the other part, she was sitting on a wooden bench. It, it It's that sort of like, <laughs> like, can she turn on the power? Can she turn off the power? And, I the may think there was some- you, and the fact that you had could notice that tells me <laughs> you were not connected with the story. Um, my other part is I just, the love story did not work for me. Finding two, like someone who's not like you and becoming friends I thought it would have done much better. What connected to me, because I saw this on on the Disney cruise ships, I saw it when it first released, was again that parent-child connection that comes much, much later in the film. That's what hit home for me. And that's where I felt more of the emotion, not so much the friendship. So I didn't feel like the love story part. And that's parts, the first part, I'm going, okay, where's this going? I'm bored, I'm bored. Second time I watched it, I think I enjoyed it much better because I understood what was happening. So, yeah, again, did not feel the connection for the love story, the inconsistency. I like like Kate said, they are trying to build something, but they didn't quite get everything there to make it all mesh and work. But I will say I watched the documentary from the um, director, and that gave me some more insight to his thoughts and stuff. And I helped at least helped me appreciate the movie a little bit more about some of his choices that he tried to make. For me, this did not, A, this did not feel like a Pixar movie to me. And I figured out why. Steve, you were completely wrong on one point you had. Oh, God. There was no Pixar humor in this movie. A, a good Pixar movie has comedic relief that happens often. Little shrub dude with armpit flowers was not funny. (laughs) And as someone who teaches adolescents, that was really not funny. Um, (laughs) Laughing at him crying is not, was not funny. There was nothing funny about this movie. Um, It was also so predictable. 
There was nothing that surprised me about this. I mean, you could tell from the beginning that something was going to go on where she was either going to come to terms and something was going to make her like working the shop or dad was not going to care about her working the shop. You knew when he was boiling off, my mind was going, wait, he's turning to steam in an enclosed area. He's going to come back because A, it's Disney. They would not get rid of him. So, but it's just one of those where there were no connections to any of the characters. There were, and yes, I'm saying this about a cartoon, but there was, they were all so one note that they all felt in, um, you talk, you know, uh, a static character versus an active character or a flat character versus a round character in as far as like how fleshed out they are in the story. These were all flat characters. Very little. They all had one characteristic about them that you had to care about. Ember. Okay. Ember maybe had two. She loved her dad and she was, and she had a temper. Sure. But other than that, there was no connection. There was no humor. It looked pretty, but there is literally nothing about this I ever want to see again. Wow. Okay. Kate? Yeah. Um, agreed. I agree with you, Derek. I I really wanted to like this movie, but I think I went in uh, with a little bit unrealistic expectations. I went in thinking it was going to be as good as Inside Out. Um, I, I think Inside Out... Um, you can't really compare it to like Toy Story or The Incredibles, but it is such a brilliant movie. Have we watched Inside Out? No, not on here. Oh, we need to at some point. It's great. It's sad, but it's great. Um, it is such a brilliant movie and something I still think about Inside Out. Like I think about the little people in my head and it, and it's so relatable. Um and such a good way to explain emotions to kids. I went into this thinking, oh, this is going to be like Inside Out. This is going to be so good. Um, and so I think I set it up for unrealistic expectations. But I will say you probably thought that because it looked very similar to Inside Out. It did, especially when you're talking about like the elements where you've got fire, water, wind, whatever, earth, whatever. And then in, in Inside Out, you've got anger, joy, sadness. It, it lines up. Um, I felt, I think I, it was, it was either you, Derek or Gina earlier called it, said it was flat. It didn't have any depth. Um, it, it's, I, I, and again, I really wanted to like this movie. I wanted to pull it to pull me in. I wanted to just sit and watch. And there were parts that were really good. Um, that had me like when she figured out that she could make glass, I thought that was really cool. Um, and there were parts that I found interesting, but overall, I just couldn't, it didn't hook me. And when I realized kind of what I said earlier about them going for this, that, that theming, I was like, you were so close. You were so close. And I don't know what I would change. I don't know what I would do differently. Yes. Adding some of the humor, like you said, Derek, um, cause it didn't have that that Pixar humor. Um, but um, I probably won't go rewatch this one. I will definitely rewatch Inside Out, um, but I probably won't rewatch this one. I wanted to like it. I had high hopes for it. 
but it just missed it missed the mark for me. So Kate, he, that's yes. I'll actually, I want to say I think that's the first time I saw it. I did not connect to it until the very end. The first time I saw it, really? Like, How I, many, I, have you seen I, it twice now? Yeah, I've seen it twice. And I think okay. it was again, it was just the love story wasn't working for me. It was when it got to the very end with the parent and the child. That's where it started connecting. Yeah. So I think that's, I think you said that a lot. It just did not connect to it. Yeah. It, right. but, uh, but again, I want, oh, sorry, Pete, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. I, I just, I wanted, I, 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 I commend Pixar for trying to tackle that subject matter because that is something that's needed in our world today is that not everyone who looks like this is the same or who prays like this is the same or who votes like this is the same. Um, I think that is a huge topic that would be so good to try to bring into a kid's movie to help kids learn, um, learn that, that, you know, even though we may not all look the same, there is something that connects all of us and not one thing is not like the, like it just, I think that's a really good topic. And I would really like, I commend Pixar on this. I don't think this was a terrible movie and maybe, maybe Steve, you're right. Maybe I need to watch it again, but I just, I just struggled. So Pete, what about you? Um, I agree with Steve. Cause actually the same thing we saw it in the theaters and then rewatched for the show. And I did the same thing. I don't, did you watch that special before watching it the second time, Steve, or I, I watched after? it. I, I watched it after you watch it after. Okay. Right. And I did like it a little better. Um, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. The, the characters are flat. The love story. I think the love story doesn't work because I think Wade is a nothing character. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't, I, I disagree with you, Derek on the, on Ember. I think, I think that's a pretty good character for a, for a, animated movie animated movies are not usually you know full three-dimensional deep characters uh occasionally they are but but okay. uh pete i will give you ember was a good character yeah. I, I will give you that one predictable but, but good yeah but the, but you're right the the and, and this is where i agree with steve in that i think the immigrant daughter of an immigrant part of the story worked the love story I don't think worked very well. And I thought the plot mechanism, which was the whole leak thing and the tickets was not good at all. It was not good at all. Um, so I think basically two thirds of the, I mean, those are the main three plots. Two thirds of them didn't really work well. Um, and the first time I saw it, I that I kind of came out of it the same way Kate said, which is like, I wanted to like this. Did I like it? I don't know if I liked it. The second watch, I liked it a little better. It's definitely not great. I think the problem, I mean, you compared it inside out. My problem is I was looking at Zootopia, which is a much better take yeah. on race. Yeah. I mean, this is, this Wait, was, this Zootopia, is, was Zootopia Pixar? No, it was, no. It was actually Disney. Oh, but okay. it, But in terms of like, telling a story that's an allegory for race relations without hitting you over the head with it. This yeah. movie kind of is hitting you over the head with it. Uh, there's nothing at all subtle about this movie. And I think, you know, comparing it to, 
as I said, if we compare it to that, I've seen Zootopia so many times because my daughters watched it. And the first few times I didn't even get, even catch the level of what it was really in depth trying to say. This movie just slams it right out front, right from the beginning, right? He's, they're literally like walking off the boat at Ellis Island. Um, so what, where I, Oh, totally disagree with Derek is I thought there was plenty of humor in this movie. I, I laughed enough at this movie. Is it the funniest Pixar movie ever? No, but I, I didn't, I did think there was enough humor in it. A lot of the, and, and they were, and it was to me, Pixar type humor, which is, Oh, you know, they're, they're, they're clouds and <laughs> you know, they, they like cloud sports. And so they're, teams are breaking wind and you know like <laughs> fart jokes and things like that. So I thought there was enough of that humor for me to enjoy the humor of it. I didn't I didn't think that was lacking per se. Uh but I do think the story and the characters were lacking. So that's my summary. Okay. A thought and and I'm I'm kind of curious. This has had in its first five days. This had something somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty three million views on Disney Plus. It was also in theaters for m- literally several months because Disney just left it in theaters because it kept making money, kept making money. Yeah. What is this film's target audience? Mm. What age and gender? Is this film's target audience? Well, I think it's still a kids' film. Because I think it's a kids' film as well. A lot okay. of that okay. five, a, ten, or fifteen. Ten. Ten. Yeah, five to ten. Yeah. Definitely not teenager. And, and I th- I think it's really aiming for like the director. It's those where they have parents who come from a different country. So they're sort of like, right, it's that clash between cultures. I think that it's really trying to hit at of, Hey, I look like this. I have this, but I also want to be this. Cause okay. I look at my students. I, 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 next, I have, go ahead. My next part of that. If you have to watch a documentary by the director in order to like this any better, is it really any good? Can I play no. devil's advocate for a second? Well, so what would you say is the, We'll take Inside Out since that's what I used earlier. What would you say is the is the demographic for Inside Out? Ten to thirteen year old girls. Yeah. You look at the age of the main character. Typically, you look at the age on something like that. You look at the age of the main character. See, and, and I I can see it's kind of like Toy Story. Toy Story to me is for all ages. See, but your main character is not the kid. In Inside Out, your main character is the kid. Yeah. Except no, your main character is Joyce. The main Adams. character no. are the little is are the feelings. That are, Those are the main characters, in my opinion. Joy and sure. sadness. Yeah. We really gotta watch that movie. <laughs> no. yeah, I, yeah, Kate, I'd agree with you that. I, I'm with you on sadness. that movie. That is a great movie. It, it, so that's where I'm like, because that movie had me ugly crying. Oh ugly God. crying. And I have telling Toy Story 3 had you ugly crying. Ugly crying. Yeah, because Toy Story 3, though, if you have were not someone who has given up your toys, <laughs> if you, you haven't gone are away to college. not going to be ugly crying at the yeah, end. Yeah, if you haven't gone right. away to college. Right, so that's the target audience. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I mean, well, yeah. but, but, a, but a good animated film 
works for kids and works for adults. Yes. And I, I'm not, I'm because this movie was in theaters for a long time. People kept going to see it. It tells me that it probably worked for kids uh, and I'm sure it worked for some adults. I mean, I think of like onward, which I did not like at all, but the story of onward about like the loss of a parent and, and having to deal with that. I thought when I saw that movie, I thought this movie must hit certain people just right. And I, and I thought the same thing about this movie is there's people out there that are going to watch this movie and it's going to hit them. Right. I think this group of people isn't necessarily the right people for that. And I would also say that it says something that Disney pulled it out of theaters when school started. So that it, they pulled it out of theaters when school started because the kids that were going to see it in the summer aren't going to go see it anymore. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but it was also, it was in theaters for like 10 weeks, which is like unheard of unless what you're Barbie. Was there to do? What else was there to come out? Yeah. Well, but I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I think I, I'm, I'm suspecting this movie worked better for some people. Right. I also read it did really well overseas. So in the other countries, it, it hit really well. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. So, okay. Um, Gene, I'm going to make an executive decision. We're going to skip our next question because of time. And we're going to go ahead and go straight. I was looking forward to that question. I'll let you guess which element I hear. Uh, Earth? No. <laughs> Layla. Layla. That's fine. Layla. <laughs> Our fifth element. The fifth yeah. element. Yeah, no, I got it. Element. Yeah, <laughs> a butterfly on the windshield with no wings. <laughs> <laughs> Having to watch this movie again. <laughs> so, okay, as we always do, pixie cups of pixie dust rating out of five for this movie. Kate, two point five. I'm going to give it a three. I'm giving it a three. Before I say my Kate, you really think this was as good as Sword in the Stone? This is better than Sword in the Stone. Oh no. <gasps> yes. Get out of here with your negativity. Because that's the um, thing you Sword in the Stone. I'm just saying. If you if it's in that ballpark, then fine. Um Yeah, it's in that ballpark. Right. Um guys, I'm I bet you're gonna give it a one and a half. Yeah, I am giving it a one and a half. Ah, it's like Ooh. I know him. Because it's not. <laughs> See, it's by far not the worst thing we've watched recently, but this was not good. <laughs> so, anyway, okay. Next, we have. Hey, we're back to normal though. Derek, Derek hated it the most. Yeah, <laughs> it's been upside down world the last few weeks. <laughs> yes, and just to say, say, show that we're on the same track. I'm going to drop Pete for a minute. And the three of us are going to talk episode five here for just a second. Uh, episode by the cartoons strike back because, oh my gosh, was this nothing but a rehash of not even Rebels, Clone Wars. Rebel. That's why I'm so confused. Well, I'm going to go and Gina and Pete are going to have a chance to jump in here in a little bit and geek out all they want. I'm going to go back to the same question I gave you after episode three. If we were not watching it for this show, would you keep watching? 
Yes, because I am a person who likes comfy things, so I'll stick with it in the hopes that it gets better, which doesn't always work out. Kate, you're muted. <laughs> Did you say you're a person who likes to complete things? Is that what you said? Yes. Oh my God, Steve, we're the same person. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really like Rosario Dawson a lot. I think she's insanely talented. Uh, how many episodes are left in this? Three more. Oh God. I don't know. I I I want to say no. With me, it's a hard no, Kate. So but, you join the club. But I am also like Steve. <laughs> and if this was a Marvel show, I would probably still watch it because I am I am Pete and Gina when it comes to Marvel. So and to me, this is the most Marvel of any Star Wars show we have had so far. Because oh my so gosh, good. you had because oh my gosh, you had to have watched like 20 things in order to understand oh, what's I going see. on this. I see. So yeah, I mean th- two-thirds of this episode was nothing but flashbacks to her and the Clone Wars with a terribly de-aged Hayden Christensen. Oh my gosh, was that? That was almost as bad as She Hulk CGI. I mean, it was terrible. But no, I would not keep watching this if it was not for this show. Now that the three sane people and ordinary normal people have gone, mm-hmm. we're going to bring it back, Gina and Pete. And the rebuttal of, uh, okay, why? I watched this episode. episode and great. I watched Go this Pete. episode, and I honestly feel bad for you guys that you're not able to enjoy this because I and, and Gina Gina's <laughs> with me. This is this is really, really good. I, I I almost wonder if you're focusing on the wrong things because yes, there's the geek out stuff that oh it's a little Ahsoka and it's in the clown wars and they're on Ryloth and blah 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 blah. But like you're also like seeing uh, for the bigger picture of it, Ahsoka is still as a character leading up to this point she's very unsure of herself she's unsure of what she needs to do to support sabine and to me these scenes aren't about aren't just about let's go back and look at the clone wars these scenes are like teaching her trying to teach her what yeah what 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 happened in the past it's showing her this is what you needed to learn and you know you didn't finish your training so let's so, okay. Yeah, you, so that, and that, sorry, go ahead. Here's the question then: Is there a well known what happened between Anakin and Ahsoka? Because I feel like that while I'm watching this, like I know there's some history there, but yeah, it's. I mean, are, that's all. It's all Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Um, but okay. the basics of it is, Ahsoka was Anakin's Padawan, and he yeah. trained her across the seven seasons of the clone wars. She ended up being accused of murder in season six, I think. Yeah. In, in at at the Jedi temple, Anakin supported her, but the rest of the, um, the rest of the Jedi did not support her. They basically like accused her of this and everything like that. And it ended up, she was proven not guilty, but the way she was treated was such that she left the, jedi order and left anakin at that time and so there's a lot of guilt with her that her leaving like part of his human part of his humanity or part of what would have kept him on the good side was her and that's what she so she thinks she failed him yeah 
she keeps that part of her because Darth Maul warned her, look, this is like she knew this is what's going to happen because she knew Darth Maul warned her. Yeah. About um, so so yes, there's there's a lot of stuff there, and and Gina said it best. She's like, this is this sh- the show is very much for the fans, and if you've if you've seen all those things or at least know enough about, it, and that's kind of why we were trying to get you up to speed on Rebels, but if, Rebels doesn't get you up to not, speed on Ahsoka no, that well. well Rebels did not cover this episode at, at all. No, no, no. Um, and I who as, knew. Who knew it was going to go to Clone Wars? Who knew she was going to have to have this revelation? I, I thought World Between Worlds would be enough. So, right, yeah, we didn't, we didn't know yeah. we were going to go back and see. Um, and again, they were, they were very specific periods because the, the first flashback, even though the, the girl that played her was the same, the first flashback was very, very early in their relationship, mm-hmm. and then the second flashback was actually right before. Anakin became Darth Vader and they were actually separated at that time. And that's why when he was, when they were in the second flashback, he's like, I don't remember this because that was the siege of Mandalore. uh, Anakin wasn't there. Yeah. So, um, okay. Question for you two two from this episode, because I've seen a lot of it online. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the world between worlds, when they are, have their lightsabers locked in front of Ahsoka's face. Yeah. Is there a split second there where her eyes turn yellowish red, or is that just the reflection of the lightsaber? That's just the reflection of the lightsaber. I think it's just the reflection. Yeah. She's okay. neutral. That's why she's always white. She's neutral. After she leaves the Jedi Order, she is neutral and she's white. And that's she's no longer yeah. a Jedi. She, she, she does have a white. she hasn't been sick. white so far in this episode. In this season, she hasn't been wearing white. I'm not like, you know, as Pete said before, she went all Gandalf. Gandalf the gray and or Gandalf the white yeah. in this one. It's right. Well, she's pure neutral now. She's pure neutral. Before she was a little, she regretted leaving the Jedi Order. I think finally in this episode, she's no Jedi. She really is no Jedi. Yeah. I think, um, and there were a few moments like when she force choked the girl, the blonde girl, where yeah. like a, anger came out and, you know, the dark side and everything like that. Um, but I, I didn't feel that at any point in this. Um, Not at all. It's really, yeah. a, it really was a dream, right? This is like a dream she had more than anything. I it think it, yeah, it was just that world between worlds where she goes there. She's getting trained. Anakin's there training her. Yeah, it was. That's why Anakin didn't remember. Because it, it really coming. I mean, I mean, it, it acted like a dream, right? You're falling. Yeah. You're suddenly your younger self. Now you're your older self. You know, um, you're seeing as as I said. She saw. I thought it was so cool when they flashed Anakin, like when he's walking away, and they flash him as Darth Vader just for a second. It's like, oh, that's really. I just well I shot. That. I I I thought this episode was great. I really I, enjoyed it. I felt but, like animation became real. That's how I felt through this episode was that animation was live action. And I want to say it really shows what a crap director George Lucas is with humans because poor um, uh, Hayden Christensen had his career basically ruined by how bad his acting was <laughs> in, in, in episodes two and three. And it was young legs. <laughs> Sand is sand is coarse and it gets everywhere. You um, have the you have the higher ground. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I've 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 always said the, the actually the real proof of the uh, inability to 
is how bad um uh, Natalie Portman is in the prequels too. It's like yeah. it's like everything else she's in, she's wonderful, and in this, she's horrible. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyways, I'm bit. sorry. <laughs> I did. I really enjoyed it. I think Gina, you really enjoyed it. Loved, right? loved. I uh, loved. Yeah, yeah. But yes, okay. this is definitely a show. It's a show with a lot of deep dive, and as I said, I it 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 makes me it makes me feel bad that you guys can't enjoy it as much as we are because it is. It is. Um, but you understand why is, we yeah. can't. Yes, enjoy it as no, one hundred percent. It's 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 the flip side of the coin. It's great for us, and then you really have to watch ever. You do have to watch twenty things. It is the marveliest of the Marvel in the Star Wars universe for sure. Yeah. Okay, Kate, we're up again because you know. We're done geeking out about Star Wars, whatever. Um, so what have we got for the Disney Plus news? Oh my goodness, the Disney Plus news. The previously announced Lando series is now going to be a movie instead of something on Disney Plus. Sure. That should be interesting. I like Lando. Two hours. Ugh, hey, long. two hours is better than four hour Six. long episodes. Yeah. So all right. Uh, next up, the new Percy Jackson series will be debuting December 20th. Uh, it released new posters and a trailer promoting the series. I am actually excited for this. I'm excited for this. So <laughs> that's fine. Sure. It'll be good for fifth grade. It'll be good for your kiddos, Steve. I'm excited. <laughs> the group watch feature that allowed people in different places to watch the same movie at the same time has been removed from Disney Plus. I wonder why. Um, because they're trying to get rid of share. This is the first step as they're also working towards getting rid of being able to share passwords. Rats. So, and bottom line is no one was using it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and last but certainly not least, Loki will be released Probably on not. October. Fifth at nine Eastern time, a day ahead of its original premiere date. Is this Loki season two? Two. Yes. I'm excited for that. Two. Yeah. That'll be good. Confused Kate will come out and be here again, Not and it'll be great. Confused Derek. That's fair. Actually, apathetic Derek <laughs> will probably come out, but <laughs> um, you can take you can take the, that day off. Right. <laughs> I can take Perfect. the whole season off. Thank you so much. No. <laughs> Ken, if you want. <laughs> and we'll see. Okay. Next week is the show that this service was made to show. I I wanted when Disney Plus originated, I wanted the TV show Zorro to be on the series. <laughs> It had not come out until it's been the last year when they actually added the Zorro TV series in. This was the first. This was the first heavily scripted dramatic TV series that Disney ever did, and we will be reviewing it next week. We are watching the first thirteen episodes of season one because that's the first story arc, and that will be enough to give us and to give you, if you want to do it along with it, that will be enough to give you a good feel for what was only two seasons of the series. So Zorro yeah. is next week. I am so excited. Except Derek, I came and I started watching episode nine and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Who were these people? What were these characters? 
Spin and Marty. <laughs> as long as they didn't have a flying car and bouncy shoes, you should be okay. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, this is one of those, you at least have to watch like the first two or three episodes. First, you have to watch the first episode because the first episode is the setup. Second episode is pretty good, but then really you could jump in about just about anywhere else once you get the main plot of Montessario going after the one guy because he wants his land and he thinks he's a traitor because he's talking against him. That's the first plot arc, essentially. Um, so this will be next. Zora will be next week. I am so looking forward to that. Yes, we will be talking about Ahsoka episode six because sure. Um, it's we're you know kind of contractually obligated to. So um, guys, we have a lot of fun shows coming up. And, but if you guys have other ideas on what we should watch, please email me at plusplatoon at gmail.com. Message us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. We want to hear from you. We will take your suggestions. Assuming it's not like terrible. Like we want, we need to revisit <laughs> She-Hulk because we missed the deeper meaning. Clone no. Wars season one through five. <laughs> That's a joke. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, you just got booted the rest of the show. So I, I wouldn't do that. Um, we have new episodes coming out every Thursday on YouTube and all the major podcasting services. For Kate, Steve, Pete, and yes, Gina in the background. We will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.